I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are live. I know it's been a couple of weeks we've been off, and uh, I did my annual pilgrimage to the best beaches on the planet, the Outer Banks. Um, if you like the beach, that's the way to, it's the place to go, I'm telling you. No stinky seaweed. <laughs> Just a great place to go. And uh, the weekend after that, I was at a wedding for my sister-in-law, and then last week I was at a geek convention in Denver. So it's the first time in like 26 years I've ever had three Saturdays that were impacted uh, where I couldn't do the show live. So, uh, and you know, Bob enjoyed the time off too, right, Bob? <laughs> yeah, I had training and this and that. I've been yeah. away for so long, Eric's going to have to retrain me today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And there are plenty of concerns out there when it comes to computers. Uh, security really is the biggest issue these days with computers. And, uh, I mean, gosh, how many things occurred over the time we were gone? I mean, the whole Capital One breach and all that fun stuff occurred. You know, what's in your cloud? You know, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's getting crazy out there. And uh, but you know, that's computers, I guess. And uh, clearly, they worry they work they work on how to connect them rather than secure them first. <laughs> well, first they want to make it work. Yeah. yeah. Ease of use and security are diametrically opposed. Definitely true. So uh, I'll bring up a, a really quick uh, article here. Microsoft confirms update warning for Windows 10, Windows 8.1, and Windows 7 users. So you're going to get some nice black screens of death uh, when you upgrade your Microsoft. And they're well aware of it, and they're doing everything they can to fix it. Um, people are wondering why they uh, didn't test it a little bit before they released the update. But that's just Windows for you. Beta testing? Yeah, come on. That's a thing of the past. So yeah, it's <laughs> so you, the versions that are impacted beyond the ones I just gave you: Server 2008, which you should not be using anymore; Server 2012; uh, Server 2016, which is nice and brand new. All these versions of Windows 10, all the flavors of Windows 10. Now, now you know Microsoft, in their infinite wisdom, has decided to call everything Windows 10. But if you have Windows 10 version 1703, Windows 10 version 1709, Windows 10 version 1803, Windows 10 version. 1809, Windows, I mean, give me a break. It was like Windows 98, all the different flavors of 98, right? There's like three or four flavors of 98 and three or four flavors of 95. This Windows 10 thing, they wanted one version to rule them all. Well, it's like Mac. Once they got up to 10, they started name, naming them after cats. Right. They're going <laughs> to run out of cats. Uh, but now you have all these ridiculous versions, 1703, 1709. Yeah, that's going to work. Right. All right. Yeah. So... <laughs> If you want to know how to know what version you have, you can't right-click and choose properties. It won't tell you. Right. What do you got to do, Bob? You got to type in, in the little search thing, type in WinVer, W-I-N-V-E-R, yeah, and it'll come up and it'll tell you which version you're on. Just when you thought it was just Windows 10. 
<laughs> it's not quite. So there's a big update that you're going to have issues with where you're going to end up with you know a nice black screen or what have you. Uh, they say it only impacts a small number of users, quote-unquote, but you know, Microsoft still has a very large install base, so whatever percentage are impacted, um, you're going to see this out there. So beware, the latest updates cause you trouble. Uh, we have had articles that we put up on computertalkwithtab.com that will show you how to delay major updates. So it's probably three or four shows back. Uh, there's probably a link up there, and you can just tell your system to delay it as long as it can so you're not the dingling who gets the early updates from these guys and girls at Microsoft. I, I delay mine as long as I possibly can. What else you got there, Bob? What do you got for news? Okay. The first one up, scientists want to produce, mass produce, yeah. seaweed. Okay. That stops cows burping methane. Hmm. Finding From a way, both ends, obviously. Well, no, because cows uh, have two stomachs. Okay. So when they do stuff, you know, and they're chewing it and digesting it and what yeah, have yeah. you, they produce... A gas, right. which is methane. Yep, yep. So then this methane gets emitted into the uh, atmosphere because right. there's so many cows in the world there making are. us milk. And milk and meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> That's the primary reason I like them. <laughs> anyway, uh, they burp up methane, yeah. okay, and that's a greenhouse gas. Yes, sure it is. So. They're finding a way to farm seaweed on a global scale that could dramatically lessen greenhouse gas emissions worldwide. All right. In 2014, Australia's National Science Agency, CSIRO, discovered yeah. that, that by adding pink seaweed, asparagopsis, yeah. easy for me to say, yeah. to a cow's diet, it reduces the amount of gas produced by the cow up to 99%. Wow, gas X for cows. Hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> now scientists want to farm asparagopsis on a large scale to uh, reduce Australia's greenhouse gas emission and the world. Nice. Maybe they can give it to us, too. So the University of the Sunshine Coast, USC, mm -hmm. not being confused with University of Southern California, no, no. associate professor Nicholas Paul said if enough pink seaweed was grown, it could help reduce greenhouse gas emissions in Australia by an impressive 10%, according to ABC News on Wednesday. Interesting. I wonder what the um, ramifications are of filling the, the uh, ocean with green seaweed. I'm sure there's nothing pink wrong with that. Pink seaweed. Pink, sorry, pink seaweed. I wonder if there's any issues with that. Well, no, they're going to harvest it. They're going to grow it in a, in a uh, They're going to take a boat, and the boat probably runs on you know bunker fuel. It's going to go out there and harvest the, uh, <laughs> the green seaweed. Well, what else besides, you know, what else would eat pink seaweed? I don't know. I mean, what would feed on it? You know, I'm sure something does. You might end up, you know, along with your pink seaweed, some sort of. So they're sea working creature. on some way to be able to, the best way to increase pink seaweed supply is to find the fastest way to grow it outside of a lab. All right. So right now they're just growing it in a lab. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not a naturally occurring seaweed? Uh, probably, but Whoa. probably not in mass quantities. Yeah. What yeah. could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Well, if it works, that's great. But now I guess nowadays there's going to be fake meat out there. I mean, there's this organic. We already got fake meat. It's like, ah, well, yeah. It's called tofu. It's true. In other, in other news, if you guys are Microsoft Surface users, and I don't know why you are, because, I mean, if the company has hard enough time producing an operating system, why would you pick up their hardware? They are uh, having issues with the latest recent Surface Pro 6, where the system will throttle it back to from running at a 1.9 gigahertz speed down to a half a gigahertz. 
Now, that's not good news. It's like taking your car, you're driving 60 miles an hour on the highway, and it says, well, we're going to go 25. <laughs> good luck. And it, and it throttles your car. Well, this is the same thing here with your, with your computer. It's going to throttle it to a lower performance because what's happening? Ah, you're heating up the system. And it doesn't like to be heated up. And in many cases, the machines are becoming useless uh, when this happens. You can't do anything with your computer, which is, of course, what you wanted to, when you bought it. You decide you want to do something with it. Now, of course, this show has been around for 26 years of people having trouble doing things with their computers. So we understand. But this is the Surface 6. This is the latest one. <laughs> and they've got a throttling problem. Um, it happens with other ones as well. well uh, you know what happens when a computer overheats? What? It shuts down. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but to knock it back this far is a bit of an extreme. We'll put a link up here for you guys for these articles. Uh, if you've got a Surface 6 and you're experiencing issues, there's other surfaces that have the same exact problem. Um, and uh, it's becoming a big problem, I guess, for folks. But uh, running at 400 megahertz is... That's like uh, calculator speeds. <laughs> you know. That's like throttling your car back to a Model T. Yeah, not so good, not so good. So it's saving itself. It's saving itself from itself from, from being used. <laughs> Anything else you want to bring up, Bob? Yeah, I got another one here. This is interesting. Yeah. Judge bars Georgia from using current voting technology in 2020. Mm. The state is in the midst of getting new voting machines and other tech. Yeah. A court requires Georgia to have new election technology in place for the elections in 2020. Okay. The state of Georgia can't use its current electronic voting machines, election management software, or servers after 2019, according to an order from a federal judge. All right. Thursday, uh, its latest decision in long-running legal fight over the security of voting tech in the state effectively requires Georgia to get a new system in place for the 2020 presidential primaries. Like Hartford can't even get that stuff ready from a regular basis. How is the whole state of Georgia going to get stuff ready? Well, other states are more efficient, I uh, think. okay. So the order, <laughs> written by uh, District Judge Amy Totenberg, requires Georgia to come up with a plan that allow the state to avoid using its current technology, yeah. which includes electronic voting machines with no paper records of oh, ballots. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> well, one thing that won't happen is somebody won't come up with a trunk load of ballots in the trunk of their car. That's true. That does happen here in Connecticut as well. Oh, we found these extra ballots back there. Yeah, I, I got happened. three extra boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, anyway, it was in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Georgia is one of the last states to solely rely on such machines. And voting rights advocates around the country are pushing to end their use. Voting machines. Machine manufacturer ESNS mm. is also phasing out paperless machines. I don't know why, because they're getting outlawed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the state, <laughs> the state of Georgia is in the process of getting new electronic voting machines and vote tallying software. Yeah. Totenberg's order means the state can't fall back on the old election management software and paperless machines and election management software referred to as the GEMS slash DRE system. Mm. If the new tech isn't ready in time, that could mean using paper hand-marked ballots and foregoing voting machines altogether. And dip your finger in some ink to make sure they know let's, you voted. Uh, let's count them by hand, <laughs> yeah. boys. Let's go back to the 1950s. Yeah. <laughs> Continued uh. use of the uh, GEMS slash DRE system past this 2019 of... Uh, Elections is indefensible given the operational and constitutional issues at stake. Totenberg, that was the judge, mm -hmm. wrote. Yeah. So then there's more to it, and it's kind of interesting. And there's other uh, links to other. Yeah. Um, it can't be electronic, purely electronic. You need a receipt. You need, yeah. Well, the other thing is, is uh, the only problem that I have, even with the paper, is 
But what's to stop you from coming up with the boxes full of paper ballots? That yeah, I know that just magically because they appear. don't have anybody's name on it. No oh, way of no. tracing them. So no, that's uh, I'm dubious, especially in uh, maybe Bridgeport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna be. <laughs> We're going to be here till uh, 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We are here live. I know. I know. But we just, life got in our way. But we are here. We are here live to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, on that trip, the geek trip that I took out to uh, Denver, we don't fly much. And uh, I don't have time. <laughs> just don't. And uh, But the, they have this app on United. And it was a pretty neat little app. But one of the things about flying, I don't know about you guys, but I always wonder if my bags are going to make it to the destination. And we had a stop in, in Chicago. And I, you know, I just figured I was one of us, my wife and I were going to, one of us's bags are going to be missing. I don't know. I just didn't have any faith. I don't know why. Maybe it's the media, but I didn't. But the app has a way for you to quote unquote track your bags. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, wow, cool technology. Let's see what happens here when they track our bags. So you put your bags in and it's in the system somehow and you've checked them and you're sitting there in the uh, terminal and I'm expecting to see on my track bag, oh, checked in and now in, now sitting on tarmac. Oh, checked in, now in plane. Uh, or, oh, checked in, now it's in the now it's back at the uh, O'Hare Airport. Oh, ooh, checked in, now we're heading off to Denver. So, no, it didn't say that ever. I want to know what it said, Bob? Tell me. En route. En route. <laughs> <laughs> Check your bags. It's en route. I'm, heck, heck, I'm en route. <laughs> That's not very helpful. But uh, I don't know. Eventually, I guess they'll probably have the RFID checking and tell you where it is. You know, it'd be nice to know the bags on the carousel, wouldn't it? <laughs> or are actually on your plane. Right. <laughs> well, that's the part you're wondering, you know, did the bag make it? I don't know. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, they put them on a different plane. <laughs> I know. So wouldn't it be nice if it said, hey, head into Hawaii? <laughs> I'd like to know that. All right. Let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. I'm going to go to Marty in South Windsor first. Hey, Marty, what's up? Hey, uh, my mom is in a senior living complex, All right. and uh, they get free Wi-Fi for okay. being in that complex. Yep. You know, my question really is, what's the best way to protect my mom's computer from others that are on the network that are peering into her computer, mm-hmm. and uh, also when she surfs the web? I know you said security is really important. And, These uh, days, yeah. Is, you know, an open Wi-Fi for just the people in the complex, but still, I want to make sure that her computer's safe and yep. everything's all set there, and... Uh, a couple of shows ago, you mentioned about the VPN. Yeah. And I uh, want to know about that. She has Windows 7, and, of course, she's going to be changing over to Windows 10 mm-hmm. uh, before the end of the year. But what are the proper settings that I need to have in Windows 7 and then, of course, then in Windows 10 mm-hmm. to really make her as secure as possible? Okay. First, make sure the firewall is, is enabled and that it's set for wire under the wireless, uh, that it's set to public. Because that's the highest level of protection that a firewall, a Windows firewall, is going to give you. Because uh, it lowers the level of protection depending on you have three categories to pick from. So you want to make sure that it's not uh, home, not home or whatever. You want to set it or work. You want to set it to public. Yeah, that's number one. That's number one. 
Good antivirus is number two. Yeah. OpenDNS is number three. Right. So set the OpenDNS IPs on the laptop to use OpenDNS. Gotcha, yeah. And then run ProtonVPN is a, a VPN that we've recommended. Um, so if she wants to surf um, more securely, she has to go to financial sites because, you know, for whatever reason, if she's doing it through a VPN, it'll be safer. Yeah, now you did mention this was real interesting. You did mention there are certain VPNs that are the servers are located in China or Russia or things of that nature. Or or the companies. Or the companies are owned by those companies. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now, is Proton one of those? No, so Proton is owned, from what I understand, owned by a Swiss company. Um, So, I don't know. You know the Swiss and their bank accounts. Um, It's just my opinion that that seems maybe to be a little safer. However, they're going to be, that you can choose uh, European servers or you can choose. United States servers to you to utilize that VPN. You're going to pop up somewhere, right? When you when you poke your hole through your VPN in order to surf, you're kind of poking out, you know, pick a state wherever the server is located. Yeah, that server server could and does kind of know where you're going. And I just read recently Kaspersky, more Kaspersky news, the Russian antivirus software was putting a unique identifier on your website, so the website could track you specifically by an identifier. Thanks to Kaspersky. Wonder why they'd have that in there, huh? Wow. Um, yeah. So the security tool people were trying to use was then tagging them, even when you're in in, if I could say this right, in incognito mode, uh, they were still tagging your specific ID so that the websites could track you. So those are the things we talk about: VPNs, um, Open DNS, antivirus. We recommend Webroot as a good antivirus tool. Um, but the key is to be using a VPN if you want to be more private when you're surfing in a public network like she is. Yeah, and, and the VPN strictly is for the surfing aspect because right. the VPN does not protect you from others peering in. It's what you said earlier, the right. setting it to public wires. And is it shutting off the public folders and things like that? or Right, it'll be, it, like Bob's saying, it's, gonna, it's, not gonna, it's not gonna be allowing your machine to be set up for public sharing or, or resource sharing or even being viewable. Basically, it's, it makes it invisible on the network because you can't ping it, you right. can't see it. So, you know, if you go and you uh, go and choose your network over in the left side, you'll see other computers on the network. Right. But if you have your firewall set to uh, public, you won't see it. It'll be like invisible to the rest of the network. Right. So that should help her a bit. Okay. So okay. And, and to get to the, the firewall and set it in public, what, what are the steps real quick? Well, uh, we'll have to post for that one. Yeah. Oh, so okay. a couple of steps okay. through Windows 7. And you're not, and we'll post it for Windows 7 and Windows 10. Okay. That sounds good. All right, Marty. Hey, great show. Enjoy Thanks. listening to you guys. All right. Thank you for being there. Take care. All right. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We are live on this cloudy Saturday morning. So feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. we got Sherry, Nick, and Maria and Mara on the line. One line open for you. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Well, sorry, all the lines are all jammed up. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Sherry, who's been on the longest. Morning, Sherry. Hi, guys. Hey. I love the program. Thanks. I just have a few questions. All right. Um, quickly. I have a, an old laptop. It's a Dell Lat- Latitude. It's like six years old. Okay. And we are looking to replace it. Yep. It's running Windows 7 now. So. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, it, um, we were looking for something reasonable, um, and what would you recommend? Well, that's a little... Uh, reasonable is all relative. 
But uh, the machines I get for my kids for going to college mm-hmm. are the Envy line of HPs. The Envy line? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I would recommend sticking with the metal case, stay away from the plastic. Okay. Um, we've seen that not go well okay. <laughs> with other kids. <laughs> okay. Um, so stick with the metal plastic, metal case. And uh, then it comes down to your budget and the specs, right? So. You know, an i5 probably is fine for you, i5 processor. There'll probably be an 8th gen, which is going to be nice and fast. Mm-hmm. Um, 8 gigs of RAM would be mm-hmm. the basic. If you want to spend more money on more, you could. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a 256 or a 128 solid-state drive. A 256 or a 128 solid-state? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, and if you can't afford that, because if it brings the price up too high, then go to a, it'll have, they'll have a standard, probably terabyte drive in there. Okay. Uh, it'll boot slower, but it works well. Um, okay. But that's where you would kind of give up some performance for and price. And does that have a USB? Oh, um, goodness, yeah. They'll have plenty of USB ports and stuff, yeah. Okay. Because right now, anything's going to be better. Right now, um, we have um, a 2 gigabyte, 2.50 gigahertz. Okay, 2 gigahertz system. Okay. But gigahertz is not is relative, again, um, based on the processor and, and what you have there. So gigahertz doesn't mean a whole lot until we apply it to the processor. Okay, and that processor is an Intel Core that says... Core 2? 3120M. Oh, 3120M flavor. You have six years old. We could look it up. But yeah. yes, compared but to... going to be better, right? Compared to a, yeah, compared to a six-year-old system by default. But be careful. That's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have found people buying laptops that are still based on the Pentium processor, which should be outlawed. Wow. Celeron processors, which also should be outlawed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I3s, which shouldn't be there either. So those, those processors don't have a lot of ability. Um, and but they can be utilized in certain instances where you want to apply them to things. But I wouldn't give my kid a Pentium, a Celeron, or an i3 to do their homework. Okay. Um, and then to do something really, you know, just average, an i5 is the way to go. And if you've got a little more budget, you could look at an i7. Or an i7. Okay. Yeah. When you're talking budget, what's the what range are we talking about here? Um, anywhere from eight fifty to nine hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, and it'll give you a good, you know, six years. I've got my my oldest who's graduated and working for a large insurance company now. He's still using the same laptop we got him five years ago. My middle, you know, he's still got four years to go in his program, and he's doing fine with his laptop, and my youngest is going to head off to UConn as well, and that's the same thing we got him. You better not break it. Eighth generation. um... Eighth gen, yeah. Okay. Now, one last thing. This laptop that we have was so slow and so slow, so we put it in safe mode. And uh-huh. it's faster, I Fa- should say, faster. Right. Um, is there anything negative about just running it in, fa- in safe mode? Well, safe mode turns off all the stuff that... Makes it work. <laughs> makes it work. Yeah, oh, it'll nice. turn off your internet. It'll turn off your network. It'll, uh, it it uh, downgrades you to a basic video uh, driver. Right. So, you know, it's... Uh, if it works for you, we're not going to argue with you, but... I'm getting internet service on it. Oh, so you must be safe mode with safe internet mode network with, support. With network, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's for what we need it for right now, it seems okay. But I could easily just get out of the safe mode. Right. The moment you bring it into the the full mode, you probably have a bunch of stuff running in the background. You yeah. could have just you could have malware on there. It's slowing you down. Okay. Um, all sorts of things could be impacting it. Yeah, we need a new computer. Okay, yeah. sounds good to me. I'm going to go. And you like HP over Dell? We do. Okay. I do. It's just a preference. We're we're, we're Dell partners. Um, a tab, so that's what we've kind of defaulted to, and it's worked out well. Okay, HP. Dell yeah. Partners or HP Partners? HP Partners. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Appreciate it. All right, Bye-bye. Sorry. Bye-bye. All right, let's move on to 
Nick in Water. I also don't get anything for saying that. <laughs> Nick in Waterbury. Hey, Nick. How are you doing? Good morning. Morning. I uh, just gonna. I was calling about an update on a call I made a couple of, about a month or two ago <laughs> about my Windows Office just quitting. Okay. I don't know if you remember the call. Probably not. Just, just stop. Stop working, and they said I don't have Windows anymore, and everything was gone. Oh my gosh! Uh, your your suggestion was to call Microsoft. That was the only thing to do. Oh, to get it re get to get it, it relicensed, right? Yeah, Windows. Yes. Okay. I did, and I called them back, and I said I had the twenty-five uh, word code or letter code. Yeah. And, and she looked it up, and she had my name and everything. And she said, "Yes, you should should be working." She took over my computer, and uh, she says, "Yes, I see it's not working." And after about ten minutes, uh, she says, "Look at your computer on the internet. You'll see a six-digit code. Put that in, and it should work." And it did. Nice. So I got my office back, and all my uh, folders were opened up and able to use my Windows. Uh, Word and uh, Excel. So, so our advice worked, and Microsoft helped you. It, it, they, they did. She was very nice and very professional. She was yeah. excellent. Um, I, I took a deep breath before I called, and yeah. I was. I said, "This isn't going to work," and it did. So, well, yeah, we, we let people know out there it, it does work if uh, you do talk to them, and uh, if you're legitimate, right? If you have a legitimate license and you call Microsoft, never answer yeah. the phone if they say they're Mike. They're from Microsoft. Never answer the phone. No. But to call them generally, and if you've got a legitimate copy of software, Microsoft is always screwing things up. <laughs> so they turned yeah, off well, your your code, and now they turned it back on. Wasn't that nice of them? Yes, it was. I, she <laughs> didn't understand why it didn't work, and uh, she was saying after all these years, she was surprised I still had the code, and that's the same thing you said. Yeah. Uh, I did, and it worked, so it saved me a lot of money. Well, that's the thing that's kind of insidious about it. Now, is it is it? why would your your code just randomly expire and then then she sounds surprised that you wouldn't have the ability we wouldn't have that code hanging around so you could get it turned back on you know yeah. there's a little bit of a hmm going on there so did they turn it off because they want nick to buy a new version of office or did it just innocently turn off all by itself nick i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know but one other quick question about, yeah uh, script when it when computer you're on the computer you're looking up something and it says it stopped working because of a script Problem. Yeah, on the on, a, on an internet page. Yeah, I stop it and, uh, and then the computer shuts down and it has to all boot up again for um, just the internet. Yikes! I don't understand why it's doing that. It only does it on a large uh, something with commercials or advertisement. If you go into banking or something, it doesn't have an advertisement. It never does it. it. Works perfectly. I think it's an age of your browser. You mean have you updated your browsers lately? Probably not. No. Try updating those things. There, there's a script that the website wants to run on your browser that your your operating system and your browser is choking on to the point of okay. rebooting. That's a pretty serious problem. Um, okay. So I would update both your operating system um, before you can't anymore and update your browser because you're running Windows 7 still, right, Nick? Yes. Okay. You know in okay, January that's going to no longer update, right? I hear. I hear, yes. Yeah. It's coming to a time, but... Um I'm still going to use it right up to when I can. Sure. All right. Well, thank you very much for your help. Our pleasure, Nick. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll get back to Maria, Lori, and Bill. One line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. We'll be right back.
we are back. <laughs> you know, you got to bring a little Ferris Bueller into your life every day. <laughs> this song just connects right with Ferris, right? This is Computer Talk with Tab. Uh, I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11. And one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We've been off for a few weeks, and uh, but we are live here in person. A little less pasty white. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Uh, let's get back to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Maria in Rocky Hill next. Hey, Maria, what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I um, before I um, uh, go to the question I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. um, I worked for the airlines many years. Oh, and yeah. You know, we we don't lose bags. We just delay them for a few hours. <laughs> ah, that's what it is. So, Maria, were you part of loading planes? The other question I had. Again, I don't fly much. Why do they load the planes from front to back? From front to back? Yeah, people get on the plane, they they put the first class in, and they start loading the rows from rows one all the way back to rows 40 or 50, whatever the plane is. Why do they do it that way and not back to front? Why, I mean, I wouldn't load a, a U-Haul no, from No, we front. never used to do that. But I, I, when I was a flight attendant, yeah. I've worked many positions with the airlines, and I worked as a flight attendant. Yeah. And, um, but, and men, we always loaded from the back to the front. Yeah. Um, I found myself was, walking past line after line of persons sitting in their chair already. Yeah. I was no, in group four. I, <laughs> that's very awkward. And, yeah. and it's silly because then you – no, I I don't know why they've done that. Yeah, yeah. it was united. Everyone, everyone's trying to put their stuff in the bins above me, yeah, and I'm just we're all by. standing there. We're like, why wouldn't you just stick those the guys? And I was in the back, right? I had the, I had the cheap seats because I was flying for free. Uh, so they stuck me way in the back. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that doesn't make any sense to me. But but so you just delayed the bags, Maria? Yes, we, yeah. we never lose them. No, 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 that's cool. That's fair. I figured this app was going to tell me something more than in route. <laughs> I have had my bags lost, so I am, um, you know, I'm born and raised from England. I'm an American citizen and mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Um, but um, I went to England at one time, and they did delay my bags, but they delivered them right to my house, so I was happy. Oh, very nice, very nice. My mother was very pleased. <laughs> That's good to hear. Good to hear. So, what yeah. do you got going on, Maria? Well. You know, I have an HP. Yeah. I have um, a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Windows 10. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed lately, I'm not sure this is where I come in. I'm a bit of a novice. But my speed, there are days that it, it slows down to almost a stop. I have Frontier mm-hmm. as my um, internet provider, uh, as my internet service. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is Am I dreaming this, or is this real? Could this really happen? Oh, it's real. It's very real. It is. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of reasons your machine could be slow like that. One of the most common ones is Microsoft is doing an update in the background. So they're fixing your machine, making it better for you, Maria. But you can't use it that oh, well because they're updating now, it. <laughs> I, you know, I work at uh, my job. I still work in the airline, in, in the travel industry Mm -hmm. and i'm uh you know i work on the computer i'm in sales now but i'm i i work on the computer you know doing all kinds of 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 work yeah reports etc etc right it doesn't happen um, there it 
So this this is common then you're saying. Oh, sadly, yes. So you can tell Windows when to update. Now, a lot of times it it ignores your your request. But you can configure your Windows to to not bother you during certain hours. But sometimes Microsoft says, "I don't care what you want us to do. We're going to do it now because we're going to do it now." Um, but a lot of times, it's simply the download occurring from Microsoft in the background to update the machine that's slowing you down. It could also be malware, right, Bob? You could have some sort of bad, it malicious application in the background slowing you down. So you need to make sure your your antivirus and your running uh, is up to date, and you're running Open DNS um, to keep you more safe on the internet in the first place. Um, and it could be. Do you well, have? I I have as an antivirus. I have Norton. All right. When that expires, I would tell you to move over to WebRoot. Yeah, Norton could definitely be slowing it down. Mm-hmm. It uses a lot of system resources, especially if you set it to scan. WebRoot, did you say? Yeah, WebRoot. Yep. Oh, that's. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yes, I. I know there's something going on that. Yeah, it could be a scan. Between... Norton could be protecting you and scanning your system right in the middle of your usage time. So you could again set the scan for your antivirus to occur a different time. You know, two in the morning. Yeah, leave your computer okay. on, uh, but that way right. it'll scan when you're not using it. But WebRoot doesn't right. need to do that, so it doesn't impact the performance of your machine. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sure. WebRoot, right. Well, good. I, I will thank you. That will be my my work for starting uh, Monday morning. Nice. Uh, before I do my start working uh, back at my job again. Right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. You're thank welcome, you. Maria. Have a good weekend. Yeah, thank you. You too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. All right. So she's going to do some upgrading, a little changing. Let's go on to uh, Lori in Deep River. What's going on, Lori? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, calling about an old iPad Mini. It's version 1. So it's mm. been, around, been around the house for a lot of years. Yeah. And up until this week, it absolutely fine connecting to the house Wi-Fi like all the other devices. This week, it's decided that it does not want to connect to the Wi-Fi. The password is wrong. Um, we've reset it, hard reset it, uh, reset the um, under general, did the the reset of, if I can get it back open, reset the network settings so that it would you know have to recognize the password again. It's still not connecting. It says the password is invalid. Um, hmm. We wanted to do a complete wipe, get it back to factory setting, and it also doesn't recognize the Apple password. Wow. So. <clears throat> doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> no. I'm trying to figure out here where this could happen. Um, there is tons of uh, information out here about why your, why your iPad may not connect. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, an iPod is connecting, another iPod. You know, we've got Wi-Fi for the house. Things are Finding the the router, connecting yeah, yeah. to them without a problem. So it's the iPad. Yeah, it's the iPad. Yeah. It's not the the system. And you haven't, well, have you changed the system? Is it newer? No, it, okay. it goes up to 9.37, I believe it is, and that's as high as it'll go. I should, have been, I should have been more specific. Did you change the Wi-Fi oh, in your no. house? Okay. No. So, let me ask you a question. I think you answered this earlier, but did you, uh, you said you were resetting the settings in your Wi-Fi. Did you forget the network and like rediscover it or try did... to okay so when you forget it, it you eliminate it out of your system and start from scratch mm-hmm. yep okay, we've tried so, that and yeah. it still says password invalid 
All right. The so, only thing I'm thinking it's uh, you, on your Wi-Fi. Do you have a five gigahertz and a two point five gigahertz radios? Um, I'm wondering if you're. It's a Frontier oh, router. Okay. They may have done but an update. Hey, came, that's what yeah. it came with. Um, but it runs the house. Yep. Yeah, it's just a typical Frontier. So you got one more test then. We we're starting to think it's Frontier. Um, yeah, but everything else works. I know. <laughs> I know. Go to a public Wi-Fi, like bring your iPad to McDonald's or whatever. And yeah, try try to connect. Try it there. Yeah, just see if it connects. If it connects, it is Frontier did an update on you that changed your your security to the point where the iPads OS doesn't know it. what to do. It doesn't have the new standard. Right, can't pass the connection now anymore. Most that's probably what happened. I'm just we're just guessing. Yeah. Or the iPad finally has failed and the wireless adapter is not working. Yeah, okay, but everything else on it is playing nice. I know, but that <laughs> stuff, breaks. <laughs> stuff breaks, stuff yeah. breaks. Um, but if you want to prove it out, just bring it to a public Wi-Fi. See if you can log yeah. in. If you can, it's Frontier now. It is the Wi-Fi device in your home that could have impacted this Maybe old iPad. How old did you say it was? It's a first generation. So that could be like eight or nine years old. Right, could oh, have yeah. WEP. Yeah. yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be just a security enhancement that Frontier passed on that your device can't handle. Unfortunately, and you, you, nothing you can do about it. It's, nope. it's you know. Well, there's one thing you could do. <laughs> oh, Bob's got an idea. Okay. Well, you could bypass the Frontier Wireless and do your own. That's true. But that's going to cost you a little more money and some work. Right. You need a, your own router. Your and, and even there, though, a lot of these newer routers. That's it why I was curious. It may not have it. Yeah, it may it may not support the older standard. That's right. true. Because you'd have to dumb down your wireless security to meet this ten-year-old iPad's abilities. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. So if it doesn't work in, in McDonald's or what have you, they could have increased their security, but I highly doubt it. Um, okay. If it does work, it's you. Okay. Alrighty. That's our guess. Yeah. I was hoping that wasn't the problem. But <laughs> okay. We'll put a link up here as to how to reset your settings, but you seem to know how to do all that. Yeah. We've gone through reset um, multiple different, but it, it's also not recognizing the iTunes password. Well, it can't recognize that because it can't get to the internet. Oh, okay. You got to get on the internet first. Aha. Okay. All right. For even to do a, a hard reset of the, you know, complete wipe. Yeah. Well, in order to do a connect, in order to make a connection to the iTunes from that device, it has to be on the network, the Wi-Fi network, and so. And one. That's step one. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, we'll start from there. All right, Lori. Okay. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Good luck. Have a good weekend. Yeah. You too. Bye. Bye. I got to catch up on a lot of yard work. <laughs> it's two of us. So we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have one line open for you: eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Everything we've talked about has been posted over to Facebook over at Tab Computer Systems. If you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, and your face is not recognized, <laughs> they're having issues with that. It might get into your news feed. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.